Did you know you're inside? Inside Ottawa. Podcasting from the Auto Alert Underground Studios in downtown Kansas City. And this is a podcast made for you. I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and move your desk again downstairs into storage B. No. It always seems like it's going to be uh, our guests that come on the Inside Out Alert podcast. It, it's like it's good, like they're going to the dentist. I know. It's like one place you don't want to go is the dentist. It's pulling teeth. Our guest today is, uh, has that feeling as well. So I thought maybe I was uh, a little bit ahead of myself. Let me see if I've got it here. I don't have it ready. Did I get rid of it? I was going to play some uh, relaxing uh, like music you hear if you go get like a massage, right, or a spa. So um, some yanni. So joining us once again on the Inside Auto Alert podcast, of course, Drew Black, and then the quiet one over there in the corner, that is Claire Turner. That's me. Hi. Um, so Claire, if you want to go ahead and, and get the introductions going for our uh, guest today, I'm going to go ahead and try to find some nice, relaxing spa music. Okay. I mean, first of all... So John Tesh. Let me see. Some Enya. Uh, oh, Enya, yeah. Do you want Enya? The thing is, is that if you just go to YouTube and you type in twenty or 12 hours of, it gives you just a, a list of things, right? Yeah. So I just click relaxing music. And then we're gonna we're gonna see how this goes. Well, that didn't commercial. Sound very That's the commercial. Relaxing, That's the commercial. <laughs> okay. All right. So go ahead, uh, Claire. If you want to take the chance or take the time right now to All go right. ahead and introduce who our, our wonderful guest is today. We'll do. Hi everyone. This is Claire Turner. I am here to introduce our lovely guest this week. It's Roxy Rigdon. We're listening to relaxing spa music. Um, Roxy is going to discuss her role at Auto Alert, her daughter, her fabulous cat, and her love of cooking and cooking shows. You forgot one thing that I thought we were going to talk about. What? Ryan. <laughs> no, this is this is all down. about Roxy. But they are they are a was it, it was here at Auto Alert, correct or Motofuse? That, yeah. That, so that the romance started and then. No, no actually, no. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It was Dreamforce. Dreamforce uh, with Salesforce. It was Salesforce. Okay. I w- yep. Do you want me to just? Well, dive bef- right in. Before you, yeah. I do want to hear, I'm but curious. before you get started, okay. I, I was going to run this up to your, your husband's office, but since you're here, <laughs> it's the uh, the latest uh, NHRA National Drag uh, magazine that nice. I get, that I give to uh, to Ryan. Yes, of course. Because so, he's a big gear uh, gearhead. But he yeah, is, tell yes. us about, uh, tell us about, wait a minute, I think the This music, is the perfect music yeah. for a love like story. It. Tell us about <laughs> Dreamforce and the Dream Man. <laughs> um, well, it was in 2010. 10 Dreamforce, which Dreamforce is next week. And Can you explain it, what Dreamforce I will, is? Yeah. I will. I know. It's crazy. It's Salesforce's big event. Every year, Salesforce puts on the big industry event. Um, you can go and actually um, attend sessions, and you can um, go to a great concerts. You can... It's just... It's a big, big event for Salesforce. They hold it in San Francisco every year in the fall, different times in the fall, depending on how many... Um, buildings they can actually uh, ha- hold during that time it from 2000 i my first dream force was in 2010 it was when i met ryan but um it was uh 35,000 people and now it's 175,000 people it's the south by southwest for, for salesforce, salesforce yeah. basically yep. oh, yeah i was yep. gonna say like the nada for salesforce that's maybe. correct yeah. yep. so out of 35,000 people, the two of you found each other? <laughs> right. Well, of course, we... From the lo- same location. We, um, were, we were both from Kansas City. We both worked um, or, or had attended the Kansas City user groups. 
um, my company and um, having with my previous company was uh, Mailprint. It's also known as Next Page today, but back then it was Mailprint. We actually physically hosted the user group meeting, so uh-huh. I met Maggie Jolitz and, and a bunch of the folks from Vent Solutions. Oh. And that's how I continued to run into Ryan during that entire 35,000 people event. And oh. we hit it off, and pretty much from then on, we've been together. That's great. Salesforce brought you together. Isn't that sweet? Have you wrote a letter to Salesforce or whatever his name is, the CEO? That's yes, Mike Benioff. Just I'm let sure him know. he'd be thrilled. I'll, it might maybe maybe it would have made his book. So you are you're the you you are the Salesforce uh, Capitan uh, here at AutoAlert. Uh, well, I I'd love to say that, but you know I do have an amazing you team. You lead the team. I lead the team, and um, they do a great job. Um, they're amazing. So you're the coach. I, they're the quarterback it, yes the team. Okay. yes that is correct so how did you was was uh i mean because it's our crm have mm-hmm. you always been a salesforce like admin or been into salesforce or what was your career before anything like what you're doing now so as i mentioned previously i worked I, i've i've done a many many different careers i was a restaurant manager i've been a I worked at the Charlet Association. I've had a quite an array of careers, but the career I had prior um, that I did what? Excuse me. The career I had that I was introduced to Salesforce was at um, a marketing company called Mailprint. They're in the Hunt Midwest Caves. They're a family-owned business, and we had a um, an app exchange on. Um, Salesforce. We introduced a, a new product that was a one-to-one touch. If you were a business and a company, you might be interested in integrating with us and your users can actually send out a mail piece through our app exchange. It was called Engagement Systems. Are they paying you for this endorsement? No, no. They don't have it anymore. Oh, okay. But this was, we introduced that in, in 08 and um, so it, it, 0809, and then um, I was able to go to Dreamforce because no one really wanted to be the company's Salesforce admin, and I started using um, Salesforce for our marketing platform for web to leads and all kinds of different um, sales integrations. And um, they basically said, "Okay, you're the admin." How much has Salesforce changed since you first started using it? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, a lot is the same. Of course, they have the new UI that's lightning that I'm sure everyone loves using, but it is pretty and it does it does work well for certain things, um, but it has completely changed. And case in point, 175,000 users who attend Dreamforce versus 35,000 who attended Dreamforce nine years ago. I like to play favoritism with, with Drew. Um, I like to like get the one up because everybody loves Drew, right? Yeah, right. But I just like to, to bring this up right now just to see if I can get a, a leg up here. Hey, Drew, when's the last time you logged into your Salesforce? Uh, it's been uh, it's been a while. Oh, just saying, shame. just saying. I logged in this morning. Well, he but he's on cases. Are you working your cases? We were. I um, I'm just gonna go with that. We. <laughs> The we, success of getting the leg up today. Yeah. Well, we were using Salesforce and Awkward. Uh, Pardot, um, and then we, we switched over. So, yeah. Just, but you're still using Pardot. Yeah, yeah. The marketing team is, right. I, I oh. believe. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I used Salesforce in the um, two jobs ago. I was in it pretty much every day. Yeah. I could not print a report to save my life, format a report to get it to print. 
I tried and gave up. That's why we have such an awesome team. This is babbling. They, they, they help us with this stuff. Well, yeah, I'll, hey, have, baby, to, yeah. I'll, I'll have to um, get report creating lessons from Roxy at some point. You said something in your description of where you used to work and where you got into Salesforce. And uh, I'm kind of fascinated by it. And I think Claire would be too. Maybe Drew already knows. But you mentioned something. It was called Hunt Midwest Caves. Yes. Have you heard of the cave system around here, Claire? Where there are companies that work down there? Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been in there. I have not. Drew? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I thought they just had film and mushrooms down there, but no. apparently there's companies in there. Printing. Yeah. Um we were in the Hunt Midwest ones which are right underneath Worlds of Fun, owned by the I Hunt family. I don't even family. know that either. Yeah, it's the Clark Hunt? it's a subtropolis. They don't like to call themselves caves. The Kansas City Chiefs hunts? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so the subtropolis is um it's amazing. There's caves underneath Worlds of Fun. Yes. Hallmark also operates out of caves yeah. as well. Stop it. Mm-hmm. There are caves at yep. 31st and yes. uh, yep. Southwest. Yep. Off of 435. Yep. There, yeah. there are yep. subtropolis. And there's there. some down off of 210 as yeah. well. Yes. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because it's, it's like it's I've been naturally one. climate controlled. Yes. The only time I was in one mm-hmm. was when Becky Thatcher and I got lost and uh, uh, Engine Joe was chasing us. Yeah, well. So that's my that's my That's, ta- interesting. that's my Mark Twain reference, Claire. Okay. You, you don't know the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn or Tom Sawyer? I haven't thought about them for about 40 years. <laughs> There's a cave. This I, babbling brook, though, is very nice. Missouri's known for going down the that lazy is river. Unusual. I mean, I can, I can look into it. This I don't want to take over the conversation. Yeah, That's the cave system. When the, uh, when it's the, pretty amazing. Interesting. It is really amazing. I worked there seven years. Why would a company want to work in a cave? Um, they were a print facility, so yeah. everything climate controlled paper everything was in the perfect temperature at all times mm-hmm. um and it's all the natural, other and so. it's it's the other cool thing about it is i think at the time when they first moved into the um Mid- midwest caves um gosh it was a long time ago i started there in 07 but they had been there for a while is there residential areas no residential um but jack stack did a lot of their um packaging in in there as well there was a, a male um uh, a post office. Um, there was a lot of different industries besides yeah. just yeah. the mail print industry. The only thing that comes to mind is like a fire hazard. Well, that of course is scary. Um, but I tell you what, during the spring when there were tornadoes, we had no idea. People would send us um, emails and say, "Hey, don't." And you couldn't get text either. We we did we weren't able to get text underground, so that was kind of. A, a big deal, but we were we would get emails and and people would email us and say, "Don't leave the cave. You're you're safe. Just stay under there because there are tornadoes all around you." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does um, this remind you this uh, in the auto underground area down here that Drew and I? Kind of. I am. I really when you know when you go to visit different cities and different places. What we were in France and there was this this town. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, that had this really cool cave, and everybody was so excited about going down there. And I was like, I just came from a cave that I spent all day in. I'm not going in. I don't care how cool this French cave is. I'm not going in it. <laughs> that was just, it was just not interesting after a while because you you really don't see the sun during mm-hmm. yeah. the winter months. You go in, and you pretty much stay in, and if you drive out that's fine but we were in around the hunt west there's nothing around there it's, it's oh i see there's yeah. nothing to go out and drive out for so you bring your lunch and you pretty much 
stay down there and it's it's kind of depressing after a while. <laughs> Tell me it about was it. great at first. <laughs> and me. it's super cool in the summer when it's really hot and in the winter when it's really cold. I never wore a coat. Like I'd have to leave my winter coat in the car because you just don't walk in the cave with your mm-hmm. coat on because there's no point. Mm-hmm. So Kansas City has a lot of like hidden underground stuff. Like we've got the old streetcars in a cave, Park University. Yes. And Parkville, a yep. lot of their classes are held in caves underground, too. Uh, like their administrative buildings I are think one un- of underground. The, like the it's dis- one of the distilleries is down there, I thought. Yeah. Strong, maybe is strong it? ale or distillery yeah. or something, the vodka distillery. Yeah. I don't know. They're just We've driven down in those, too, but yeah. they're all the same. They all look the so same. So basically when the zombie apocalypse comes, yes. we're all going to be safe because we're just going to go to the caves. We're <laughs> going in a cave because yeah. there's no back door. Yeah. They break down the front, you're done. They just come in and get you, man. Caves, I don't think caves is a good place for a zombie apocalypse. You don't think so? No, I don't think at all. I don't think at there, all. I guess there's no resources. Once you eat all the paper yes. from the there print shop. I'm going to a drink the print. I'm going to yeah. a Sam's Club, barricade yeah. myself in. That's a that's a good plan. Just going to survive off rotisserie chickens for the next uh, three years. <laughs> uh, so you've been with Auto Alerts. Uh, you were part of the merge right yes uh, motorfuse we yep. work together at motorfuse yep. and then uh and, and you've always have you always been focused on the salesforce side of what we do here yes of course yeah. um well and i had the internal pando processes yeah. as well um but yes i started it with motorfuse in the spring of 14 right 15 spring of 15 yeah and then yeah. we merged with AutoAlert in 16. There was like six of us using Salesforce. I didn't even know if we That's not still. true. No, no, no. I'm talking about with 14. When I came oh, on. Oh, right. There was and like, then I came in as like the we admin. We had the basic of the, mm-hmm. I think we had the free version of like Salesforce or something. You did. <laughs> yes. When I came in, you did not have the free version. We, I, was, I was a solo admin um, yeah. until for a year until we merged. Um, and it was great because we were able to implement from sales all the way to client care and um, utilize how the platform with just me as the admin. So when we did the merge with AutoAlert, it was an easy um, transition to go from, you know, Salesforce right. because um, it was it's so customizable and easy to uh, utilize with even just one person. Now, granted, we have a big company and um, I couldn't, no right. one in our team could ever do what we did back then because that was only 60 people. But it's great that we have a team of um, Salesforce admins, great Salesforce admins mm-hmm. that can support us at, at AutoAlert here today. You, uh, Claire, you invited Roxy, uh, which let's, let's get to the bottom of that. <laughs> okay, let's get to the bottom of the name Roxy because... <laughs> Is that, that's just your name at work, right? That's my, that has a story too. Yeah, let's, like, did you know this? Like, no, I didn't know this. You don't go by Roxy outside of AutoAlert, do you? Um, uh, yeah, pretty much. That's just at AutoAlert, you're known as Roxy. Your email address is Roxy. Your Pando is Roxy. Mm -hmm. But what do you, what do your friends and family outside of work call you? Yes, my name is actually Roseanne. Yeah. Which is super confusing, right? I had no idea. Where did Roxy come from? (laughs) That's a story. Because it's cool. It's like you just start know, calling right? somebody yeah. Bill. I love that. You just call yeah. him Bill and it just sticks to him. It's like, my name's Steve. Like, hey, yeah. Bill here at work. Sorry. Um, well, it goes back to uh, kind of basically when Ryan and I met at Dreamforce. Um, before that, I lived in um, the town of Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Great town, by the way. And um, I left Kansas City and moved to Steamboat for the just for fun. Like, I just decided it was time. And um, when I moved there, I started working for a 
uh, skis. I sold skis and boots. The Kansas City girl who really didn't ski that well was selling skis and boots and, um, and apparel and the whole thing and um, for, a, for a company called Terry Sports. And, and um, for some reason, the owner... Um, he would come down, he had this, we had this grand staircase and he would come down at the end of the day and say goodbye to all his, his people who were working for him. And he would, even though my name was Roseanne, he would always call me Roxanne. Like everyone who, who was, <laughs> was just by, by Roxanne. So the whole town, which was only like 6,000 people and my, all the people I knew just started calling me Rox or Roxy. And that was kind of my nickname. And that was kind of my nickname it in, in Steamboat and when Ryan when I met him he called me Roxanne as well he you know didn't remember my name and called me Roxanne so I, was, I basically said to him well you can just call me Roxy that's my my nickname at Steamboat um so it's fine and because he called me Roxy all of his family and friends called me Roxy and then all of the Motofuse guys and the Vin Solutions people called me Roxy so basically it just spread. pretty much spread. And you're okay with that? I am okay. actually. I it's like it. cool, yeah. Thank you. That's a really it cool fits nickname. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it reminds me of a story that I read online about a, a, a girl was on Twitter talking about how she lived next to her neighbor for two years and called him David or uh, Charlie and um, every day or whenever she'd see him, it was like, hey, Charlie, and stuff like that. And, and then she'd realize one day is actually his name was David, um, but his dog's name was Charlie. Oh. Right? <laughs> so the first time she met the dog, she just got him mixed up. So so Roxy's good. All right, good. We can call you Roxy. Claire, you said you wanted to have Roxy on, on the show because uh, to talk about her daughter. Her daughter. Which I got to tell you right now, this is a company uh, podcast. Any questions that we ask you that are personal that you don't want to answer, just uh, just put your hand up in the air, do the old uh, oh, finger okay. across the neck, because it. uh, it's none of our business. It's oh, what no. you want to share, That's fine. right? Okay. Um, she's awesome. She um, she's actually turning twenty one in a month, and she uh, she she's a KU student. She's been in KU for the last three years. She's a junior, and she's traveling abroad, studying um, in Italy next semester oh nice which part of italy uh north of venice um a business she's she's majoring in psych and minoring in business so she's taking her business courses at chimba which is um a town called padermo del grappo really small town um it's english speaking she'll she is taking an an italian class but um I'm super excited yeah. for her. I will tell you that one of Drew's uh, qualities and what I like about him is his ability to take young men and women that are 20 years old. He takes them out for their 21st birthday mm -hmm. and uh, make sure that they do it right. So if you need yeah. the services of Drew yeah. uh, and the Haunted Dolls, yeah. of course, the band that you're uh, one of the bands you're with, they'll make sure that your, your daughter goes out and uh, experiences <laughs> her 21st birthday. She's doing just just fine. <laughs> um, they do the, today. Oh. So if she didn't have a tattoo, she might. She might have after she would... hangs out with Drew and he's so this, a fan. This is being recorded. It'll be in the future. No, so I was going to say my mic is just now. Did it go crazy? Uh -huh. Oh, it's probably your headphones. Can you hear me? Hello? No, hold on just a second. I can hear you. I'm worried about this thing poking you in the I know. forehead, well, too. No, it's fine. Um, no, can you she, hear yourself she, now? Yes. Okay. She's just fine. She works at the original Johnny's in, in, uh, in Lawrence. Down uh, almost to north, on the way to North on, on Across the river. Yeah. Not, yeah, the one, the, the original one, right across the river. Yeah, so yeah. she's been having fun um, waiting tables. And I always say get life experience when you wait tables. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to either right? be in the food service industry or in retail for a minimum of six months 
Yep. And then you will know how how people really are and how they treat you, and then you know how you should treat people with kindness. Yep. And how to wing it. You you have to be able to wing it when you wait tables because no matter what your mood is, no matter what the table's mood is, you have to kind of engage and get people happy because they're there enjoying food and drinks, and you don't want them to be in bad moods. So That's right. And I have to Just wing it. a new segment. Uh, I believe that we're going to bring to the podcast every right. time we do it. It's called Gatekeeping with Claire. Yeah. Right? You will not do anything in this world unless you work as a server for six <laughs> yeah. months. You will not. You're not allowed to do anything else. Uh, that's what you have to do. Right? You that's right. Really yeah. If people, if customers <laughs> knew how rude they are, because yeah. I did retail for four years. And um, they treat you like a piece of dirt. Oh, yeah. And regardless, this was my my part-time job. I needed an extra job for money. And they'd be screaming and just, like, throwing clothes at me. Mm. And I'm standing there looking at them like, there are people in the world who don't have money to feed their families. And you're yeah. you're fussing at me because I won't give you an extra $2 off this sweater? Yeah, but I, I get it, and I don't want to get away from Roxy, but I think you and I can have a really good debate about this because I was just in uh, Key West for our boat races, mm-hmm. and I went into a store, a cookie store. Don't judge me. Please, you know, and, and I wanted to buy a cookie. They were like seven bucks. And so there's for one. one cookie? Yeah, they're big. Oh. I mean, there's like a specialty store. It wasn't oh. like you're any kind of like, and it was seven bucks. And uh, uh, he, he said, what can I get you? I said, I'll take that cookie there. He turned around grabbed it with some parchment paper, put it in a sack, turned back around, and then rang it up, and I gave him my card. The receipt I got had a tip line on it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I felt awkward at that moment. Like, am I supposed to tip, tip this guy, just, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the, and so I put a zero in there, and I got a little bit of feedback from him. Like, huh, right? Maybe it was just my own inner. But then I, like, am I supposed to tip this guy? So, so Claire, we're going to Because then I, <laughs> I've been to other places where there's like the tip line on the credit card receipts like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not sure how to do that. I'd servers take care of 20% minimum. Yeah. Right. Uh, and here's my thing. And I will tell your, tell you, tell your daughter and Claire, I'll tell you this. If I have any problem from a server, I never blame the server. I always blame the management. Right. It's either a lack of training yes. or, or yeah. it's always yes. management. If you got a really, really bad server, it's not their fault. They're just bad. That's yeah. right. I was the world's worst waiter. So I only lasted a couple weeks because I just, if you're going to yell at me over your iced tea, I kind of just going to not give you any iced mm-hmm. tea. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't it's, last very yeah, long it's in a, that. It's, it's I, hard. I did work retail for quite a long time. So what is your daughter wanting to do when she when she's all done with school? Um, I don't know. Career-wise, you don't know? <laughs> work. She's a good worker, so she'll find something. But anything with a, a psych major and a, and a minor in business. Oh, she's, like, she's good to know. <laughs> Sounds like a sales. But back person. to the the server situation. Yes, I think it's really important. I'm um, both Ryan and I were um, servers at one point in our lives. I actually, when I moved to Steamboat, worked at um, the Steamboat Brewery, and then moved down to Denver and worked at the Breckenridge Brewery, and worked for Yaya's, and then managed restaurants in California. You can go anywhere and work in that in in a restaurant, like and have immediate gratif- gratification with payment. <laughs> Yeah. You can you can jump in as long as you have experience. You can jump in and immediately get paid that very same day. Mm-hmm. I will tell you as a, as a bar owner um, in my past, I was one of those. But this is before the time too, and this is where I get a little bit skewed when we talk about the whole gratuity conversation and have right. that kind of debate. Uh, as a bar owner, 
I made the decision to pay my my servers and pay my bartenders because it was a restaurant style bar, um, ten dollars an hour. That's what you started at. You started at ten bucks an hour. Plus, you got to keep your tips, which is um, rare because yeah. normally it's like that's two dollars. That's yeah. what I did, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's because I didn't want I didn't want the people that are coming in. Uh, and and sometimes like you get it. We had like a night, a Tuesday night that would be like a karaoke night. And three quarters of the people that would come in for karaoke night were like the ones that just did the the, the, yeah. the, the train, go to different bars, and they would all order like water, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want them to suffer from that. So right. still, if you're going to work a four-hour shift, you're going to make 40 bucks minimum just yeah. right away, and then maybe. So I would say that's where I get into that kind of like, I, I think it's it less on the service, more on the bar owners. and Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just yeah. like. Yeah. But if you're going to go into a store and buy a cookie, you, you are not obligated to give them a tip. Yeah. But I do think that the younger generation that is coming up, listen to me now, get off my lawn! Right. The younger generation that's coming up is that the gratuity has been so apparent, especially with credit cards, mm-hmm. um, that it's almost becoming uh, like a second thought. Like it's, it's I don't want to say entitled, right? It is entitlement. Okay, you can say it. So it's almost like it's entitled, it right? It is. Um, that you're going to get paid, uh, you're going to get a tip, right? Well, I think it's up to the parents too. Tell them, you know, you don't always, people if you're, are, if you're a server, yes, people should give a tip because typically they don't get paid much and they rely on the tips. But if you're going, as you said, Joey, if you're going into a store to buy a cookie or a muffin or something, it is not a guarantee. Automatically, you should give a tip. And if they give you flack or they so give you a look, it's, it's not your it's not your fault. You it's can go into the credit. It's you can go into the credit card machine and you can change it so it doesn't give you a tip line. Yes. Right? yes. I don't understand. Right. Like I don't understand. I would love to, like at Sonic. That's like a big thing for everybody. Like at right. Sonic, you pay with your card at Sonic. You can't tip unless you have cash. Right? right. Why don't they have a tip line there? Because they're actually doing something. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I know we're actually like, we're here to talk about you, but if this is if this is <laughs> this something is that you're passionate an about. No, it's fine. I'm. I just. Well, let's get in, let's get into a little bit about your team here. At, what about her cat? Oh, we should talk about the cat. <laughs> so I don't the cat always, is part of the team. I didn't catch up on the notes. Surely. For, so would well, you like to talk about your we cat? Can talk yes. about yes. I bonded with Ryan, your husband, over mm-hmm. my cat because my cat T'Challa was my um, pando. What'd you call it? Your pando avatar. Profile. Avatar. Yes. Pando avatar. So we we pandoed about my cat, and then we talked about your cat, yes. and then. We just, every time I see him or he sees me, we're like, oh, how's your cat? Yes. So she's very sweet. Yes. She She's my cat, but of course she loves him because he's the emotional support. He's very sweet with her and he pets her and she runs to him and sits in his lap. And when she sees me, she runs to her food bowl to make sure the food is there. And she checks out her litter box and then she checks out her water bowl. And she just kind of, I'm the 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 provider and you're he's the, the emotional yeah. support you're the servant and he's, exactly. he's her emotional support human exactly exactly so <laughs> when he's not there she'll she'll kind of hang with me but she's have, very sweet have you met alex Steele? do you know alex yes Steele? i know who, yes do you know yes. about her cat thing i i kind of know i i kind it's of okay. saw a thing on a <laughs> no sorry Sorry, us. I didn't pay When's attention. When's the last time you logged You're into right. the podcast? I, I, <laughs> right. I do. I listen to <laughs> you know, Nate. It's it's I fine. know Meg was on it. I was. I listened to Nate's. I saw Ryan's thing. I didn't listen. Um, I didn't do everybody. Meg was never on the podcast. She, yes, she was. No. Yes, she talked about her kids. It was before before podcast. It was just the interviews. The interview. You earlier in, Meg. earlier in the year, way earlier in the year. It was. When you? did I talk to Meg? 
Yeah. You sorry. interviewed I'm, I'm, Meg. I'll find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, have, I, saw, I, I heard that one. I heard <laughs> that one. It, it was I'm, very good. I'm siding with Roxy. Sure yeah. you are, because you're already non-Salesforce Maybe it user. wasn't podcast. Yeah, Maybe was it was something else. Yeah. I, I know. Yes, I did talk to her. You a long time ago. Yes. She was, yeah. yeah. Yes. You are 100% correct. Yes. Yeah. That was a year ago. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. No, it's fine. I think <laughs> Nate's was a year ago, too. No, his was more recent. Well, Maybe anyway, like. Alex Steele brings <laughs> Maine Coon cats. <laughs> I just called them pumas. Yeah, she she breeds she breeds Maine Coon cats. Oh, she breeds them. That's yeah. it. Wow. So okay. No other cat. She doesn't like any other cats oh. ever. Just that giant. No, I think Those she likes other cats. Huge fur. She said they're more, the most dog-like cat in uh, the in the play, cat. They'll play oh. fetch. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah, and they're huge. They have a lot of fur. I believe um, Steve Holes, um, my uh, Salesforce admin, has a Mancoon. Who? Steve. Steve. I don't know him. Oh, we'll call him Jim at Auto Alert, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. how, that's who yeah. that is. No. Jim. Glasses. He always listens to his uh, headphones. Uh, always walking around with his headphones. You will, not, oh, you will not get I've him. I've seen him. Quite guy, the but, podcast. He's, but yes. I will tell you, if you follow him on Facebook, it, it's hilarious. He's got some really yeah. fun stuff that he's he puts out there. He's so. a gardener, too. Oh, he is? Yeah. He's got, you got to get him on the show. Why don't you get him on the show? What's his last name? Steve Holes. Holes. H-U-L-S. He always reminded me of... He's going to be a harder sell than me, probably. H-U-L-S. Yeah. But it's pronounced holes. Holes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll try. I'm very persuasive. I'm an Aries. There is. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find. Um, if you guys keep talking, Steve has always reminded me of this one actor. Um, he's been. Uh, and I, it's right off the top of my head. I'm like, I can't remember who it is. But he, for he was on the, the Office for like two seasons. He's a very very well known actor that I can't think of right now. I'm going to pull it up. Oh. So how old is your cat? There you go. She is 16. What's her name? Very spry. Um, she's you would not be- believe that she's 16. She's very spry oh. and loves to just James. you know move and just jump and yeah you wouldn't know it. I'm so excited because I found it. James Spader. Oh yes. He reminds me of James Spader. He's very. I love James Spader. He's very strange. younger. Younger James Spader, not the James yeah, Spader today. He's a, Bit older than Steve, I'm yeah, sure, today, but he's always but just yeah. always been like, and yeah. I didn't even think I told Steve like years ago when we were at the other company. Steve's part of the, the Salesforce team, he is. Leah's part of the Salesforce she team, she is. Marla is Marla. part of the Salesforce yep. team. Who else you got on this? Maddie sales Gomez, Maddie, mm-hmm. where's Maddie? Marla and Maddie are um, the, our tier one, they work the cases. So if you submit a case to Salesforce, you would um, most likely um, it would most likely be worked by Maddie and Marla. Um, the larger projects, um, our senior Salesforce admins are more Steve, Ben, Ben Negus, and Leah. Ben. Mm-hmm. ben okay. Yep. And then, um, and of course, Nate. Um, he was. He's also a tier one. Um, and then we have um, Jeff Stevens, who's our developer. And then Jeff. Yes. So let me see if I got this correct, because we're gonna play a little game before we let you oh, go. Oh boy. Marla, Leah, Steve, Maddie, Ben, Nate, and Jeff. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for this? I guess so. I gotta change up the music too. Yeah. So. The it's babbling brook is like really sleepy. throwing me off. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go back to our, our usual. We'll get uh, some Wu Tang on. Getting too relaxed here, huh? Not that lazy <laughs> right, so river. The, the game we're gonna play, uh, and Roxy, may I ask, what city did you go to high school in? Uh, Kansas City. And, and do you mind what high school did you go Park to? Park Hill. You went to Park Hill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you getting nervous right now? No, yeah, a little bit. Um, he's throwing. No, he's throwing up. I'm. I'm having to. 
So I want you to keep your entire team in mind okay. while we play a little game called Most Likely. Okay. Now, you remember in high school, I don't know if in your yearbook, but in mine, we'd have a list of most likely to succeed, most likely to be class clown. I mean, that you know, right. most likely to be married before 20, that kind of thing. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a category or just basically a most likely. You tell me who on your team is the most likely to be that, yeah. right? You okay. know what I mean? So here's the first one. And don't worry, these do not get negative. You're not going to okay. be thrown under the bus. <laughs> okay, you're not. You're not they gonna, are my team. I want to keep them. Yeah, you're not, gonna, <laughs> you're not getting thrown under those. These are very positive things, okay, right? cool. But who's most likely to remember your birthday? Marla. Marla Bixler. All right, we're going to give In her fact, a- her birthday, shout out to Marla. Her birthday was last week. Happy birthday, Marla. Oh, happy belated birthday, Marla. I miss you in the break room at lunchtime. You have... Um, the, you're missing a Christmas card for someone, so one person on your team doesn't get a Christmas card. Who is that? No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. Yeah, we're not doing those. those just kidding. That's <laughs> terrible. Um, just I would do, just give one group card then. <laughs> no, That's oh what yeah, I would there do. You go, there you go. Uh-huh. Who is most likely to get the most excited about going to Dreamforce? Um, Leah. Leah. <laughs> well, yeah, because she has an ex- she's an explosive personality. So when you say most excited... That was my next question was, uh, who's most likely to tell somebody exactly what they're thinking? Leah. Leah's on that one too, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, who is most likely to have the most pride in their backpack, satchel, or whatever their work bag? Ben. Ben. Have you seen his backpack? I it's haven't. huge. Right, so, it's just, I, I don't know anything really about these. These are just random questions, right? Who's most likely on your team to get struck by lightning? Oh, well, that's a that's a negative. That's not negative. Maybe somebody's a big golfer or fisher or fisherman or fisher lady. Fisher person. Who's most likely? Okay, I'm going to say. Or, I mean, I'm gonna, be, you can include yourself in these lists. Oh no, I'm not. I'm going to say Steve only because he works. He lives in Waldo yeah. and he has those old trees and he's had issues with his trees being struck by lightning. Exactly. Issues meaning it happened more than once. I think so. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe they just fall, but they're those old trees, yeah, right? Yeah. Everything falls. Right. Who's most likely on your team to get stuck in the elevator? Oh, okay. It's not me because I walk the stairs, number one. (laughs) Um, Gosh, who would be stuck in the elevator? Uh, Probably, I don't don't know. I'll go ahead and put Nate down for you. Okay, there you go. That (laughs) two-story elevator. He's in California. They don't have a lot of elevators out there. Yeah. Uh, Da-da-da-da. Who's most likely to go bungee jumping? Ooh. Ooh. I think maybe Maddie. Maddie. Okay. Maddie Gomez, is that... Is Maddie related to... Um, it, yeah, okay, that's... Okay, I'm just, the, well, the last name is I different. Um, the CFO at, uh, at Crosley. Oh, no. No, no, no. Def- different, okay. different no. person. Okay. And her name just escaped me. I feel no. really silly now. She just joined our team this summer. She's um, It's her first job. Well, no, she worked at Panera. So it's not really. It's her first oh, business job. And she's amazing. She does a great Call job. Our first grown-up job. There you go. Her she her, she job. put herself through college with her Panera job. And she was a manager. Yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, she's a hard worker. Back to, you know, always employing someone who's been in a restaurant, hard worker. I didn't yeah, have a grown-up job it. until I was 36. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, she's, she's great. She's Drew's fantastic. grown-up job, too. Oh, didn't yeah, know anything like about Salesforce at all and has learned from the team. Go, who Maddie. Is, who is most likely uh, to arrange lunch for everyone? Oh, that's Marla. Marla? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Who's most likely to hit reply all on emails when not necessary? It's <laughs> <laughs> always a tough call. You know? My, I don't know. I was going to say, I, sometimes that's me. I'm going to put CYA. Nate. CYA. I'm going to put Nate on that one as well. <laughs> Nate's getting on. <laughs> Poor Nate. <laughs> uh, who is most likely to complain the least about winter weather? Probably Steve. Steve. Mm-hmm. He may not like it, but you won't hear him complain about it. Who is most likely on your team to have a secret life that would blow you away mm-hmm. to, if you found out about um, it? Jeff, Jeff Stevens, yep. He does have a secret life. Ooh. He owns a coffee shop. He owns a coffee shop? Mm-hmm. You want to say which one? Or do you know? Um, I, I do. Put you on the spot. I know, right? I should know. Is it Goat Hill? Is because Drew needs to get him on the list of uh, Behind the Blues. It's, yeah. uh, it's um, oh, I'm so sorry, Jeff. <laughs> no, we'll it's, find out. We'll have, next... we'll have Jeff on. Yeah. Yeah, he, cool? he loves talking about coffee. Yeah, these are really funny. Listen, oh, Pilgrim Coffee. Pilgrim Coffee. Yep. Okay. Pilgrim Coffee. He supply. By the way, he brings coffee every Friday for the third floor and whoever likes coffee. Who I? Uh, <laughs> who's most likely to fall in love with a werewolf? Uh, Marla. Marla. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> Leah, but. Did you just but say she, it's a silly one? So there's no really, really answer She's that one. She's in love with some um, actor today that she has on her her uh, backdrop on her computer. I mean, it's crazy. So here's, he's here's not a, a werewolf, though. Here's a this one is is non-political, right? Doesn't have to get political. You don't have to talk about left or right here. But I'm going to ask you, who do you think on your team is most interested in the impeachment process that's happening in D.C. right now? Who's the Who's the um, most newsworthy kind of sucked uh, into the news? Um, ben. You would say Ben? Yep. And probably Marla as well. Put Marla in there as well? Yep. All right. Now the next one. Who on your team is most likely to know exactly what's been going on with the Kardashians? Ooh. I don't... You True. know what? I bet... I And I don't know if... I don't think any of us... Zero? Yep. How about that? Good answer. <laughs> who, who is most likely for Drew to run into tonight at the Lana Del Rey concert? Um, Probably Leah. Leah? Yep. I only have uh, two or three more here, and then uh, we're going to let you go get back to work. Uh, your next question. Um, I, just, I just had it in a while. Oh. Who on your team is most likely to be possibly an alien? Which kind, reptilian or gray? Oh. <laughs> what is the difference between reptilian and gray? Well, well gray are like the typical carbon-based aliens carbon- that have the the big head, and then yeah. the reptilians just uh, have like scales, like lizard-like. Aliens, yeah. yeah. They're, they're amongst I didn't know the, there was only two yeah, there's, choices there's, of aliens. Different classifications. Come so on, Joey. Reptilians you, are kind of like the shapeshifters. Yeah, you have to keep yeah. up with your alien conspiracy. Yeah. Facebook entertainment groups. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, it's serious. It's ser- yeah, deadly okay. serious. Yeah. It's real. That okay. and the, the Sorry. probably Steve. I don't. Steve? I hope that's not offensive. No, it's not because you can, alien could be somebody. Because one thing, aliens could be so much smarter than us, right? Oh, yeah. That's why they're amongst us, right? That we don't <laughs> know about it. Like, if you listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson, he says mm-hmm. that the difference between the, the knowledge between humans and aliens could be the exact same between humans and chimpanzees. 
So Steve could be looking at all of us like chimpanzees. Like, oh, that's really nice. Good job. You can stack boxes. That's good. All right, good job. You know what I mean? So it's a positive thing. Or you could mean that Steve goes out at night and uh, grabs souls and takes people up to his planet and uh, cuts them open and looks to see how they work inside. Yeah, and then puts them, Either puts way. Puts them back together them, again and brings them, them back. Sorry, field. Steve, if that offended. I'm going to tell you, I like Steve. I like Steve a lot. I don't put either one past him. <laughs> uh, two more. Um... Who is, uh, if, if your team was playing a, a game of truth or dare, who on your team is most likely to pick dare? Leah. Leah. All right. And last question. Unless you guys have one you want to add? Anything here? No? I could Nothing ask, who, who, who does Roxy think is a secret Hello Kitty fan? <laughs> secret Hello <laughs> Kitty fan. Oh, goodness. Claire's Maddie. just trying to make more friends. Maddie. Right, right? I'm still wait, just Maddie? thinking wait. about aliens. Um, who is the Hello Kitty fan on three? Um, Audrey Yee. Audrey, yeah. Yes. We've already bonded. Oh, okay. I'm I trying to say Maddie. I'm trying to start a, a, a group. A Hello Kitty group. An order will a Hello Kitty group of more than two. <laughs> Joey's just sitting there like, why well, is she in I, here? I, I'm, I'm just listening. Uh, I'm not a Hello Kitty fan, but I'm not going to down it. I'm right. not going to put it down. I mean, this is your passion. That's what you get into. That's fine. Uh, it's just a very odd question sometimes. Well, uh, there, could, there could be some some secret bronies out here in Auto Alert, too, that we don't know about. You know what they are, Joey? Yeah, I know what a brony is. Okay. They're in, the, they're in the, uh, the My Little Pony. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think they're that secret if one sitting in this room right now it tells people that he's a brony. Yeah. Drew Barry, are you a brony? No, no, but I am a werewolf. That would be so so adorable <laughs> if you were. A werewolf brony. Uh, multifaceted. I think I think this is it uh, on the questions. I was looking for the last one, um, but I think that's uh, yeah. We'll do this one. Um, so I'm going to give you each person, right? Okay. On your team. And I want you to tell me if they were a, a Hollywood actor, actress, actor, right? What type of genre mu movie they would be in? Horror, romantic, uh, documentary, right? Okay. So the first one is Marla Bixler. As a lead character in what type of movie? Um, she would be in one of those um, teacher movies, you know, like... And I don't know a drama like, like where they come in and, and save the kids yeah, from a, in, yeah. in a bad neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Lean on me or dangerous minds. Yeah, lean on me. Because yeah. she was a teacher, so I picture those types of movies. With Leah. Oh, uh, she would be in uh, some kind of fantasy, some type of fantasy. Space, maybe. With yeah, reptilian yeah. or gray aliens. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Steve. Steve. Um, Doc. Uh, I was going to say documentary, but no, I think more of a kind of a space type. Yeah, I see, but I see Steve as more of like an Anthony Bourdain, travel the country or travel the world. Yeah, or trying different yeah things. doing the gardening because he loves to garden. He so would go maybe, to different yeah, countries yeah. and figure out how the green thumbs over yeah, there are working yeah. there. Hey. There you yeah, go. like a, a reality. It's a new Inside Auto Alert segment. Yeah. Steve Holes, Green Thumb. Green Thumb you. There you go. And oh, I'm sure he's loving on, this. comes on Mondays <laughs> at 8 o'clock right after Gatekeeping with Claire. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. Maddie. Yeah. How about Maddie? Um, Maddie would be in, um, well, she, she, oh, gosh, this is hard. 
maybe a, a, a romantic comedy. I would. I don't know Maddie. Yes. But the name Maddie sounds yeah. like the lead she's actress yeah. of Young a romantic and, com- yes. comedy. Yeah, romantic. But she's the strong, independent female. Of course. Right? Oh, who gets course. caught off guard by the hometown uh, hunk that she grew up with, but always looked like as a brother. Yeah. There you go. And then well, comedy ensues. Sure. Like a Hallmark Channel kind of like Christmas yeah. romantic comedy. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, ben. Ben, I would say documentary. What type of documentary? Like, would he be a host, or would he like like a like a, a conspiracy theory documentary, no. or a true true crime, or? Oh gosh, um, I'm going deep into these. I'm just um, something more of it on the on the truth side. You yeah. know, you know, Finding maybe the a, truth? maybe a pol- yeah, perhaps yes. Like Josh, what's his name? That goes uh, destination unknown. Oh yeah, go looking for Bigfoot. The yeah. truth behind Bigfoot. Maybe yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I do. I am. I am He's really, imp- really deep. I'm really impressed on how well you know your team. I think this is really awesome. I think that you're the, the management, the leadership that you're showing right now is is awesome. Oh, well, because you. you're immediately like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta figure this out. Uh, Nate. Oh, Nate would be a sports thing for sure. A soccer with Nate, sports, some sport event of the day, sport event, doing something active and fun. Did he? Has he ever told you his Katy Perry story? No. Okay. He was on Warp Tour. Oh yeah. Notice? Okay, yeah. I and, did hear that. Yeah. Yes. And his story is on your podcast. Yeah. He, oh, thank you. He played. Uh, he played frisbee with Katy Perry. Yeah. You know so yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That. That's Nate. I just like to bring that's that up Nate. every time I hear Nate's name. Yeah. I just yes. like to bring that one story up. That's Nate. Um, last one, but well, not least at all, Mr. Pilgrim Coffee himself, mm-hmm. Chef. He would do a, a kind of a a Pilgrim Coffee top podcast. Here we are, at Pilgrim like Coffee, kind of the inside Trader Joe's, inside Pilgrim Coffee. But like he's that. the the mastermind behind like he's the he works the computers and he does the oh. li- he's like he does that he's not he doesn't work at the counter yeah there was a show where there was a, a coffee connoisseur that would go around the world and he like the sumatra coffees mm-hmm. and the colombian coffees and yep. they would they would show how they but apparently he would probably he, that's him apparently the show guy shut down early because a lot of the places we had to go to get coffee were under like uh, military siege and, and there was like uh, oh, yeah. a lot of crime and stuff so coffee's oh. really hard to get a hold of right I mean it's just uh, Ethiopian coffee so mm-hmm. he maybe he can revamp that yeah. we'll send Drew with him as the cameraman Mark can okay. run sound yeah I'll stay back here it's safe yeah so last one I said last but not least but I got <laughs> one more what's up Brian Rigdon. Oh, oh, a car. Some, some. So, he, he would, he would be part of the NHRA he'd be or in part the new, of the uh, Ferrari versus Ford. There you like, go. Like Jay Leno's garage. The Ferrari versus Ford. Speaking of that, I just saw the, you know, the preview of the trailer, yeah. and of course, I didn't. I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm the complete opposite on vehicles and yeah. automobiles. And I asked him about it, and he told me all about the whole story, yeah, the, whole thing, the yeah. whole thing. Like, I don't even need to see the movie now. I know everything <laughs> there is. And, and when we then saw more about uh, an interview with Matt Damon, um, they showed clips of the movie, and it was exactly what he expre- explained. Yeah. Exactly, of course. But, so yeah, it would the, be some car. The story of Shelby and, and all yep. that. And yep. how, yeah, it's a... It's a it's, it's a, a great story. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. see how that thing turns out. Yep. I'm interested because Christian Bale is in it. I, I like Christian Bale a lot. I so know. he's he's so, insane. Yeah. And he's a normal weight in this one. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. He didn't have to diet oh, for this gosh. one or lose weight for this yeah. one. It Did was you just see normal. The Machinist. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It, get, it gave me nightmares. Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy. I don't know how he could how he was able to run in that movie. Every time he ran, I was like, oh my god, his leg is gonna break. <laughs> 
Yeah. He is <laughs> Christian Bale and, and Leonardo DiCaprio are my two barometers mm-hmm. on age because both of, Leonardo DiCaprio and I are 12 days difference in our age, mm. right? And I think Christian Bale's within like a month or two months or something like that. So I, I like to go to his movies to see how he's looking, right? Mm-hmm. Well, to see who's, who's, see who's aging better. But, but he, mm. I'm aging Christian better Bale's than, hard to judge because he gets he into going, his character so, so often. But he is yeah. aging better than I am. DiCaprio, not as much. Just saying. Just saying. But DiCaprio is a good, uh, good he's what? a great guy. I'm not saying he's not a good guy. I'm just saying that's how my barometer because I don't have children and you know I have nothing to really kind of yeah. gauge my my age except for those two guys. If I can go have a beer with both of them, I'd, I'd love to. Oh, and then yeah. of course I'd be really awkward. Like, hey, hey Leo, just you know we're we we were born 12 days yeah. apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Roxy Rigdon, thanks for uh, coming on the Inside Out Alert podcast. Drew Black, hey, yeah, thank oh. you for the great questions and the uh, investigative reporting. Yes. And yes, uh, yes, make sure you yes. log into Salesforce at least once. Once. I, mean, I will know. Claire Turner, right thanks for uh, sending this up. Who do we have coming up on the next, do you know off the top of your head? The 21st. I should know. But, I, but okay, I'm going to stop there. I heard that you got Mike DeLay. Yes. To agree I, to come on the Inside All Our Podcast. I have him scheduled soon. for um, next month in December. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that nothing urgent comes up and he can come down here and tell us about what he does outside of work and talk about his job and talk about the company and tell us we're all fabulous and wonderful and, you know, we're doing great. Keep it up. So, yeah, if we can get him to come down here, that would be a major coup for the Insight Auto Alert team. Yeah, good. All right, Roxy, thanks for coming. You're welcome. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Thanks for listening to the Inside Auto Alert podcast. Remember, all views and opinions by anyone on the podcast are represented to themselves and do not necessarily reflect the ideas or opinions of Auto Alert. If you'd like to be a guest on the Inside Auto Alert podcast, reach out to Joey Little on Vando, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.